Welcome to Tchotchke Talk, where professionals in the family entertainment industry come together to talk about everything but tchotchkes. Hosted by Redemption Plus, my name is Tabitha. Thanks for spending time with us today. Now let's get talking. Hello and welcome everyone. Today we have Kim Wheeler here with us to talk all about training and its importance to the family and bowling entertainment businesses. Kim works with Trainertainment. If you haven't heard of them, check them out at trainertainment.net. They're all wonderful people and believe learning should be both fun and intentional. Kim has an extensive background in training and sales. Her experience at Trainertainment has allowed her to audition hundreds of Family Entertainment Center team members. Kim is enthusiastic, energetic, and passionate about the FEC business. So welcome to Tchotchke Talk, Kim. Thanks for being here. Thank you. It's really exciting. I, I, I am enthusiastic, so I'll try to keep that to I can vouch today. for that. So Kim and I actually <laughs> used to work together at Redemption Plus, and I can vouch she is very energetic and enthusiastic about her job. So we're happy to have her here. Thanks. I'm excited about it. So to kind of start things off at the very front of the process here, um, when it comes to hiring, what are some red flags that typically indicate an employee is only planning on being out of business for a short amount of time? And that's, of course, outside of seasonal employees. Right. Um, well, I think it, it kind of goes back to how you're doing your hiring. Um, if you if you are hiring based on, you know, core values and and that's where it really begins. But mm -hmm. if you haven't, so if you have core values you that you have set, you hire, you coach, you train, you fire based on those, and the red flags are going to be easy to spot. If you didn't have those in the beginning, don't panic. We're going to get you there. But mm -hmm. um, sure. uh, the red flags can be things like um, hiring people that are overqualified for the position, um, no enthusiasm with their job. I mean, we see people all the time walking around, not smiling, not looking right. at anybody, not making any eye contact. They're there to get a paycheck, and mm -hmm. and in the in the industry that we work in, an environment where we are there to create memories and and make people happy, that's just not something that we want. Um, showing up late to work, not taking pride in the way they're dressing, um, you know, just those little things. Right. And, and the majority of the time, when that person um, does leave or or is coached out or fired. Um, companies look back and, and see the hindsight and realize those red flags were there from the beginning. Um, but sometimes we need people. And so, mm -hmm. you know, you hire people that are breathing and have transportation and, and that's yeah. exactly what we don't want you to do. And that's where it comes back to our, the core values and hiring based on those. Yeah, sure. And for, I'm sure like a lot of times this is sometimes this employee's first job. So, uh, you know, those red flags might not always be apparent at first. So it's all right. about kind of learning and growing through the process and that sort of thing, I'm sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. If, 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 if we have hired people that are breathing and have transportation and we have not provided them the expectations and the tools to meet those expectations, you can almost guarantee that they won't be there for very long. Sure. Right. So... Next question, you know, and this you touched on this a little bit, but maybe give me an example um, where you've seen this come to life. But how much does hiring and then consequently training based on your business's values help prevent that turnover? Um, like how much? Like all much? No, I'm just <laughs> um, it's so important. So, you want enthusiasm. You're really passionate about this because um, 
when you know what you want and you know how you you vision the vision of your business and what you want your customers to feel when they walk through your building if you are hiring based on those values then you're going to get most of the time the right people in the right seat and that's that's number one you know at Trainertainment, we operate on on EOS, and the number one thing is getting right people in the right seat. Um, shameless plug for what EOS, but Gina Wickman, EOS. Uh, anyway. Um, so <laughs> and just to, just to let our listeners know, EOS is Entrepreneurial Operating System? Operating System. Yes. yes. Okay. And it's a book, correct? There's a book. Yeah, okay. there's a few books out there. There's What the Heck is EOS or Traction or Get a Grip, but Gina Whitman. Um, and it's it's a very structured system based on visibility through accountability and right people in the right place. Um, so, and core values are, are huge in, right. in hiring and training. And it kind of goes down to um, your standards and non-negotiables. If you have... Um, people that are there and they know from the time they are hired what they are, like I said earlier, what the expectations are and that these are how, what we expect from you. And, and, and there's no exceptions there. Mm -hmm. And if you are continuously acting based on these, then we won't ever have a problem, but it also helps with the coaching for your leadership team. Um, when, when an employee is not, um, showing one of those values, it's a coaching opportunity to right. go in and say, hey, what can we're noticing that you're not exhibiting, you know, you're late to work. And so that's, you know, that's not, that's not exhibiting our respect value. So how can we help you um, exhibit that? And right. people don't want, we don't want, people don't want to let anybody down. Um, but if you tell people what to do without telling them why and giving them expectations and how to meet those expectations, then it, their confidence level is low. And when they aren't sure how to do something or how to handle a situation because of lack of training or knowledge or expectations, they resort to instinct. And that can be kind of scary. And when we resort to instinct, you know, let's say you're dealing with a difficult guest and your adrenaline starts pumping, what happens? Like that fight or flight kicks in, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and if they're, if they're a fighter, they can be really defensive and, and that can be Absolutely. a problem with coaching. And if they're frustrated, they can just disappear. And so we lose people that way. So going back to those values and exhibiting those and making those non-negotiable and setting those standards and expectations and giving them the tools through training is how mm-hmm. um, that kind of relates to um, hiring and preventing turnover. And so you mentioned respect, which that's a great one as a value, but sometimes values can get a little watery and we're not really sure what they are, but we, we know we, we need to live by values, but it's really difficult to define. So can you uh-huh. give maybe some other examples of what those core values for a family entertainment center might be? Absolutely. So you're absolutely right. When they're watered down and people say, well, we know you want customer service and we know Right. You and want you're like, respect. what does that even mean? <laughs> exactly. So it's very important that you're very clear about your, about your values and about, um, you know, what your expectations are. And so we have, you know, respect is a huge one because we want everybody to respect customers, right? And sure. we want them to respect internal and external customers. Right. So your internal customers being your coworkers and showing up to work on time because you want to get off work at the right time. So having them show up to be, you know, and explaining them, not just saying respect is our core value and you will do this Mm -hmm. and you will do that. Um, 
you know, at China Entertainment, fun is one of our core values. We, you know, we totally believe in it. And, yeah. and fun doesn't always mean laughing and joking and telling jokes and whatnot. And I know at Redemption Plus it is too. So, yeah. you know, it can it means that we're not living on the edge. We're not stressed out all the mm-hmm. time. And if we are, then we need to relook at ourselves. There are right. many times where I go back and I'm like, am I, am I, am I having fun right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? oh my gosh, absolutely. Um, so so fun is an example. Um, respect safety. So safety at family entertainment centers is important, right? Yes, you don't want anybody to walk one. out with a broken arm because that's not very fun. Um, <laughs> but but safety as far as um, individuals feeling safe there. We want people to come in and feel safe in our centers and mm-hmm. and be free from bullying and, you know, people laughing at them hey. and, and you know, no, no race or ethnicity or, or yeah, they're there to have a good time. Be. Yes. So safety is, is a huge one. And I worked with a family entertainment center in Connecticut that safety, and she brought that to my attention. Cause I've always known that safety, like we kind of think of safety as like, that should be just kind of a understood yeah. and understood and understanding. Yeah. I think that's how Beth says it. So, um, but the way she broke it down to me and we want our employees to feel safe here. We want our, um, our parents to feel safe here excuse me, safe here. And we want mm-hmm. our, our customers and the, and the kids and everybody to feel safe without breaking a bone and without walking out with a broken heart. So, I mean, right. that's, that's kind of a big thing. Um, and then taking initiative is another big one that we see a lot. And taking initiative is, is kind of confusing, especially to younger people. They think of it as like, oh, if I see a piece of trash, I want to pick it up. Now we want them to pick up <laughs> the trash, right? It's a little more than right? that. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, when I do hiring events, we do something called um, auditions, which are 90-minute um job interviews, group style job interviews, um, we talk about the core values, we role play Mm -hmm. them um, so that we know what they look like and what they don't look like. But taking initiative is big because taking initiative doesn't just mean doing something without being told. Taking initiative can also mean asking for help. Right. It can be saying, I don't know how to handle this situation. I always tell them if they're dealing with an angry mom at a birthday party Uh, and they don't know what to say, that it's okay to go, I'm not sure how to fix this situation, so I'm going to go find somebody. And that's taking initiative. That's powerful, You're not yeah. just standing there going back and forth with this mom. And so initiative, respect, fun, for sure. We work in a really fun industry and yeah. safety in all aspects. Wow, those are all so great. So what are maybe some strategies to prevent turnover altogether? You know, would you recommend kind of self and manager reviews or regular meetings or or, you know, daily team meetings, what kind of strategies help with that? So, yes, what you said. <laughs> um, uh, you know, training, training does so many different things, right? Training helps give them the tools. It helps, you know, set those expectations and show them this. And it, we, we want to make sure we're telling them why we do it, which is where the core values kind of come in. Um, but it also gives that subtle message of, we like you. Yeah. We, we're investing in you. Right. We, we want we you see, to succeed as yes, well. Yes. So, and one of the really interesting things, and I know, Tabs, just from knowing you, you mm-hmm. hate the word millennial or don't hate it, but <laughs> hate getting put in that bubble, right? I do, yes. <laughs> and millennials sometimes get a bad name, but um, I think that they just, I see so often that millennials want to do the best they can and, and they want to feel like they're getting you know, they're, they're doing their best and, mm-hmm. and, and they, the, the, the lack of patience, um, can be there, I think sometimes, but when they are, 
because money is not a whole issue. So when they feel like they're being invested in and they feel like we believe in them and they have more than just, you know, it's got to be more. You've got to explain to, to especially your young people that this isn't we're not looking for just clock in, clock out employees. Mm -hmm. We're looking for people to make a difference. Um, You know, investors and owners have spent millions of dollars on these these awesome places and, and your people are going to make or break that business. You're literally putting those millions of dollars in the hands of your low wage employees, your minimum wage, your, you know, $8 an hour. That's probably not, but you know what I'm saying? Like that's what you're doing. And, and, and 68% of people will not return to a business because of bad interaction with one individual. Wow. So providing that, that reason why you want them there, that Mm -hmm. you really see them as a part of this business, as part of the success and, by training, you're doing that. Right. So during training, you're helping um, build those team members up. You're creating a t- more team um, environment with your people. Um, it's it's and it's but it's got to be consistent and it's got to be specific. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to note, you know, sometimes these kids come in and even if it is their first job and they do have the intention of staying. Um, sometimes if they don't have that team environment, you know, they don't want to be around. And I think it's also important to mention that turnover is expensive. I mean, it's kind of a sneaky cost, but training new employees, I mean, that can be anywhere from a 30 to 80% investment, you know, time or otherwise in these new people. So to commit to building that team environment and building a safe environment, all of those things is, is very important to keep those people around. Yeah, we, we, I think my numbers are a little old, but I know it was to replace um, a minimum wage employee, you're looking at roughly $2,500. And wow, people see, yeah. will question me on that, um, just sometimes because they're like, well, I'm just, you know, but you're talking about advertising, hiring, training, yeah, all of uniform that. loss, all mm-hmm. these different things. And so it, it really is important to get the right people in the right place, provide the training, provide consistent, relevant, specific training for positions. Um, Laura uh, O'Neill, who's one of our trainers, said, "Train well and train often." Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. You don't, so you don't want to train just to train to say you trained, right? right? Um, it's got to be specific. And when you're new hires, it should be consistent. Every new hire should know what the expectations of the business is across the board. Absolutely. But as time goes on, you may notice the personality differences amongst your team members and realize that maybe Joe over here learns a little bit better by having something to read or a checklist, and that. Kim over here needs to do it in mm-hmm. order to yeah. it out. Learn by so, doing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and by doing that, you're also showing that you're noticing your people. You're you're taking yeah. interest in them and how they are and how best you as an employer can serve them. Absolutely. Well, this was so great. We're going to take a short break, but stay tuned for more. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Here's what's happening at Redemption Plus. Want to add a little automation to your weekly order process without losing complete control of your redemption program? The Wrap Reorder tool from Redemption Plus links directly to your point of sale system and generates a weekly suggested cart based on par levels and scan out data. To learn more about the Wrap Reorder tool, contact your account rep today. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, So we kind of touched on this a little bit before the break, um, but training can be a huge time investment for management staff. So what are some ways that you suggest to streamline the training process? 
Well, yeah, it can be a big investment, uh, or a, uh, yeah, a big investment in, in, in time mm-hmm. and sometimes and dollars, money too, yeah. and dollars, absolutely. Um, but it's it's an investment that you're definitely going to get a return on. It's a very hard one to put a number on. Um, I think everybody always wants to hear numbers, but um, it is hard because there's so many different different aspects of it. But definitely, my biggest when I when I read that question, I went to train the trainer. Mm-hmm. Um, we we would love train entertainment would love to be called every time you see a training need, but we realize that that's not realistic. <laughs> sure. So, um, so having, uh, having, you know, noticing maybe in management or, um, so, you know, just some sort of leadership position. Sometimes there's team leads or things mm-hmm. like that. Um, kind of recognizing people that might have, you know, the ability to be, to be a trainer. And, and sometimes, you know, you want to have somebody that's going to be fun, that's going to really exhibit what your core values are, because that's sure. the why behind the training. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody that's a little patient, got to be a little patient with your, <laughs> with your people. Um, but, you know, having, having, recognizing those people and then investing in them and saying, Hey, we think that you would be really great to train our employees, our new right. employees, our existing employees, and then providing them the training to become the trainer. I feel like I said training a hundred <laughs> times right there. But um, so that's definitely a way to do it. Finding, um, you know, there's online training that oh, is yeah. offered out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we really believe in in hands on, hands on, mm-hmm. having somebody there. Sure. You really, you really just because there's opportunities for role play. Um, yeah. so that you can say, okay, how would you handle this situation? Um, if an employee comes to you and has a problem with someone else, how do you handle that confrontation? Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely having trainers that, that you have on staff, um, that are trained in, in, in different so maybe you're, yeah. you know, you have an operations trainer and then maybe you have um, a customer service trainer uh, or all around. Um, and then we also really believe in having monthly trainings, getting your team together, a staff meeting um, and, and providing a training based on maybe some needs that you've seen that month or mm-hmm. um, something that someone's brought to your attention. And this is not only a t- great time for training, but it's a great time for a little bit of issue processing. Um, we we actually, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to do this, but we actually have a book <laughs> called uh, Fun Training Serious Results that has mm-hmm. 12 different trainings throughout the year. And it's broken down, very structured with minutes yeah. and how long and all that. And, and one of the things is through the issue processing is you're allowed to bring an issue in, but you have to come in with an, with an idea for um, a solution. It may not be the solution we go with, but at least it, it it tells them like, look, we, we want you to bring those things, but we want you to tell us how you can see it fixed. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. So that's huge. And, and again, having this training broken down and these people know how to do it. And what's fun is that you'll end up with other people on your team that want to provide that training or now they feel comfortable enough to say, Hey, that will step up I think to the we plate. could really, yeah, we mm-hmm. could really use some phone etiquette training this month. I feel like we're not, you know, really great in person, but maybe we could do better sure, on yeah. the phones. So it, it just creates an environment of, of t- a, a team that wants to succeed and wants to improve and wants to get better. Um, so train the trainer online, monthly meetings and trainings. Um, those are all ways to, to keep it, you know, in-house and focused and ongoing because awesome. train them well and train them off, yeah. right? 
So again, I, and I love that phrase, train well and train often. And you know, we know that training is crucial to the success of new employees, but talk a little bit about the importance of continual training for tenured employees. And I know you talked about this a little bit with the previous question, but you know, I think sometimes we do such a bulk training when we're first hired, and then we just kind of maybe not forget about those employees, but they maybe just kind of get lost in the hustle and bustle. So how important is making sure that they are continually engaged in that learning process? Yeah, so um, a lot of times when we're working with, uh, with um, owners, we'll hear, you know, well, I've got these people here and they, they don't, they don't want to change. They've been here for a hundred years and, and they think oh, they know right. everything and blah, blah. So we hear a lot. You ever heard the phrase, you can't teach old dogs new mm -hmm. tricks? Mm -hmm. That's awful. First of all, I hate that. I'm not calling anyone names. That's just <laughs> awful. But I disagree. I think, yeah. I think it goes, I, I think it goes back to your, 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 your leadership mm -hmm. and, and your team members of, and, and everyone having the same focus and knowing why they're there. Right. So, Yes, you're going to have, I mean, that's great, right? Who doesn't want tenured employees? Who does, I mean, that's what yeah, we're talking about yeah. here, right? Like how training can keep your employees. So you've done something to keep them there. Mm -hmm. um, maybe you're just paying them really well. I don't know. But, you know, you're, yeah. you're keeping them there. And, and we realize that if we think people won't change, they're not going to change. Right. So going, it may be a different approach. Just like I said earlier with um, team members, you may notice a different way that they, they learn. So it may be a different approach, but providing consistent training, we will, I'm trying to think of this in, in the words of, of, or in a way of maybe somebody who's been there for a while and you haven't been doing training and now we've mm -hmm. got to get them to change. So um, just, I think it goes back to the why. You've got to explain why and we've got to let them know that we believe that they can change. And we believe sure. that you can really help us. Can you help us with this initiative to, you know, to get this off the ground? Because if we just think that they're not going to do anything and it doesn't matter if we train them or not, they're not. And then we're going to get exactly back what we think we're going to get mm -hmm. back. So if we hold standards to new and old employees alike and and create that, that environment of change and Training. It kind of levels the Monthly. playing field a little. Yes, yes, yeah. it levels the Yes, exactly. And empower those tenured employees. I mean, they're there for a reason. They obviously know something. Right. So let's, <laughs> let's use them and, yeah. and the training and, and the changes and all that so that we can make them feel wanted and needed because mm -hmm. I think sometimes people start to go, you're hiring all these new people. What yeah, and you're like, do? oh no. <laughs> so it goes, you know, and then it'll go back to those core values. And and over time, our customers change. Our demographic may change. Yeah. So our goals and our processes may see change. And, and we need to cultivate a team of individuals that want to do that. And if we do, even if you've been in business for a while and you establish these core values and you present them in a way that says these are non-negotiable, these are standards, we know every single one of you can do this. And if if they don't, then we coach and we right. coach until we can't coach anymore and then we move on. So, yeah. but it, it, again, updated and innovative, tra innovative training really helps people master th their position, right? We all want to be masters mm -hmm. in our position. Yeah. So continuously doing that and continuously giving them training and helping them get better and better and better keeps them interested and keeps them, I mean, happier and, and we want them to feel more fulfilled. Yeah. And, 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 and if they're not feeling fulfilled, we want an environment where they feel like they can come to, to the leadership and say, this isn't for me. Something's not right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. 
Well, in my research um, to kind of prepare uh -huh. for our little chat today, um, I stumbled upon an article by the Harvard Business Review, and this article said that small wins actually help boost job satisfaction. Surprise, surprise. Um, right, right. So kind of things maybe like employee recognition, et cetera. Um, so how can businesses, family entertainment centers, incorporate small and big wins into their own training programs? Oh, I love this. I love this. It's funny because <laughs> we say like, like, duh, right? Like, yeah, we know yeah. small wins. But we overlook it. I mm -hmm, mean, people sure. overlook it constantly. And so, you know, you're so caught up in, especially family entertainment centers can be so crazy and hectic and oh, gosh, busy and, yeah. and whatnot. And, you know, so you, you want to do that. And it, can, it doesn't always have to be big. Now, with the bigger ones, you know, that monthly training that I mm -hmm. think is so important, that staff meeting and whatnot, um, that's a great way to recognize someone monthly who is exhibiting, like, let's say, um, Tabitha, you really are exhibiting our core value of fun this month, and Ooh. we really want this, and this is why. This is yeah. what we saw. The why, okay? yeah, it, the it example. Be, yes, mm -hmm. it can't just be, you know, um, at Redemption Plus, remember, I don't know if you guys are still doing the golden duckies, but yeah, that, yeah. oh my god, I still have my duck, and I still have my little paper. Yes, I love that. that meant so much to me, and especially because yeah. my peers were the ones that pointed it out. Right, right. And, and, and so, recognizing those and saying, so if you've got five core values, why not take that month to, to be the month of, you know, mm -hmm. this is who is, and then letting them know what, that, what we're, you know, we're looking all the time, who's going to be the people for, you know, next month. My daughter's school did it. Her elementary school did the pillars of, of community. Oh gosh, I should have known that. Um, <laughs> but like three years in a row, yeah. she watched, she won this pillar of respect Aww. and, um, you know, it just, it made her feel, she still talks sure? about it, she's 16, yeah, that's so, so huge. Um, another thing is creating kind of like a board where employees can recognize each other, um, and you can do it anonymously, or you can do it by mm -hmm. name, you know, mm -hmm. and say, hey, I saw, I saw that Tabitha really reached out and really worked hard to write a thank you note yeah. every day for an entire year, and put those <laughs> out there, um, which you did. That so, was crazy. Um, <laughs> That's a conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah, but putting that out there and yeah. really making a difference. I love things like um, internal, I don't know what you call them, like like chatter and like we use Slack. So it's like a, yeah. an internal chat system, board. basically. Yeah, chat yeah. system. Mm -hmm. I think that's awesome. I think it's a really great way to recognize each other. And fairly inexpensive as well. Yeah, I it, is. Say. it yeah. is. But really going and recognizing them in front of everyone else just makes people feel better or a handwritten note a candy bar on the desk that says i saw you being really sweet to that customer and that yeah. really made my day or you know an orange or orange you the best you know probably me write mm -hmm. a blog post or something like that <laughs> i mean i love puns you know that so yeah. like i will do that any day but those little things but small wins are awesome too right so when we yes. are asking our employees to create this experience for our customers and 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 act and work on based on our core values um we want to recognize those small wins so if you see you know a team member um being awesome to a customer or, or really you know getting down and tying a kid's shoe right that seems so silly but if you get mm -hmm. somebody see somebody not silly to do it but you know right, but right. noticing that walk by and give them a high five yeah you know a little a fist bump 
Any reassurance. You know, <laughs> to just be like, you know, uh, don't wink at them. That gets a little weird. But, you know, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. something to tell them, hey, I saw you do that and I took notice of it and that is awesome. It really just enforces, reinforces the importance sure. of our tasks and our mission and our values. And it creates a warm environment that, that our employees and our customers alike want to be in. So mm-hmm. those those small wins are so awesome. I mean, like, dude, I, don't, I had to fight back tears every time I got oh. a golden ducky. So, oh, for I mean, sure, yes. Like, yeah. it, just, it just, those little things make a difference, and, and it will help keep your people. And when they have that confidence to know they're not only going to be recognized by you, but that they're making a difference in people's lives, mm-hmm. that if they need something, that you are there to help yeah, provide help. the mm-hmm. training needed. Um then you are going to create, you're going to create a family within your family entertainment center. And that's, I think, what most people want. They're just not quite sure how to get there. Oh, I absolutely agree. And it's so important, especially, you know, when you're, you're trying to compete and you're trying to get the best employees, well, creating that family environment certainly is, you know, somewhere to start. So. Oh yeah. Core values, man. You've got to have core values. (laughs) It all comes back. It all comes back around. You've got to. It's just, it is so important when when we do hiring events we do those auditions we mm-hmm. really talk about that and you really are it serves as your first training it serves as your first training for your potential employees and you know coming from a training company we see that as important and it establishes the expectations that, right and if, if and that right there if they don't know what that is then if they're like I, i'm not trying to do that then Thank you. Have a great day. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> we all, I, I don't know. I just, I get really yeah. passionate about it. No, so, yeah. I know um, what you mean. It just really does. Because I think we have an opportunity through training and through setting core values to really make a difference, especially in young people's and our young employees and team members' lives that they will take with them forever. And in turn, they will make a difference in customers' lives. And it's just like one big yeah, and, it, and even in their, movie. like, their families' lives, their friends' yes. lives, you're just overall oh a happier person. <laughs> yes, you don't know why anybody's coming through your door, so you yeah. got to treat them with respect and, and kindness and yeah. and know why, because I think so many times everybody knows they're supposed to give good customer service and give, but if they don't know why or exactly what reason, you mean yeah. by that, and, and that's not just customer service, that's anything, but, you know, it's just so important, especially in our industry where we're helping people have fun and build memories. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, thank you, Kim, again, for taking the time to be here today. We certainly appreciate your insight. (laughs) Yeah, no, it was really funny. I hope it made some sense. Oh, absolutely. I think you did great. Um, So Trainertainment's next training conference is October 11th through 12th at the BPAA International Training Conference. Um, And Kim, back me up on this. The Trainertainment team is always available to come to your center if you need help with training or locking down those values that we talked about. Is that Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> and that training, that conference next month is really going to be two intense days of, of getting a really great vision of what our, our business coaching program is like, but establishing, you know, a basis to begin and a foundation for that. It's going to be super awesome. You'll get to meet people from, you know, owners and, mm-hmm. and all, over, all the over the country. Yeah. And, and we will, I will come out, we will come out. We've got a team of amazing trainers and we love what we do and we are extremely passionate about it. We, we really truly just want to see people succeed. Right. So. Well, again, register for that conference, visit Trainertainment Absolutely. at trainertainment.net. Um, if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and colleagues and you can find more resources for the family and bowling entertainment industry at insightsempower.com. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.